1: You need indeed. The NBA is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code Armchair. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Slam. This bugs for you, Missouri. They are carving up this LSU defense. You don't get no better than that, man. He's locked up to short middle. Beatty with the catch. And he's going to jet his way into the end zone. Missouri touchdown. Handoff to Roundtree Running left. It's 35 to the 40.
2: Left side on around it. This is the MazzotCast.
1: Howdy, Tiger fans, and welcome to the MazzotCast. I'm your host, Brennan Anthony. Joining me from the road is Colin Anthony.
2: What's up, dum-dums?
1: And not joining us today is Caleb Bungard, and we have no idea what he's doing, because this is sort of impromptu. Isn't that right, Colin?
0: Yeah, we had free time, and we were both so sickened and disgusted by our basketball team that we thought, let's podcast.
1: (laughs) That's right. Missouri played Ole Miss down in Oxford, Mississippi last night. They were... uh, Taking their number 10 national ranking with them down there to uh, Mississippi, and it didn't do any damn good. Nope, sure didn't. Missouri lost by 21 points. Yeah. Colin, call me crazy, call me old fashioned, but I don't think any ranked team should ever fucking lose by 21 points.
0: Well, certainly not a top 10 ranked team.
1: Number 10, con- you know, a number 10 team.
0: A number 20 team. Yeah. And, and the number five team. But, um, yeah, you know, if you're in the top 10, especially when you're in the top 10, not playing another top 10 team, you know what I mean? Like, this is not a, old Miss team that's ranked second in the nation.
1: Mm-hmm. Granted, people didn't have a lot of faith in these Tigers. Ole Miss was favored by, I think, a point in Las Vegas. And, of course, there's that uh, sports writer out in Kansas who uh, – Kansas City star beat reporter for the Jayhawks who – uh, never puts Mizzou in the top twenty-five, and I think he begrudgingly put us at number twenty-five last week. And I'm afraid it makes it look better, it justifies his bullshit a little bit by us playing so sporadic and you know just never well, knowing what we're going to see.
0: What we're using to win is is experience and good defense and just sort of lunch pale mentality of like do everything, do do the fundamental stuff right, hit some shots, and we're going to win some and some basketball games and that's great and it works sometimes but it's just it's a recipe that the the tigers and Conzo can't seem to consistently produce you know what i mean like there's just too much that seems to have to go right for us on all nights and i just that's why i've always been a little bit skeptical like it just everything seems to have to go really right for us to do what we want to do and uh god you know at the end of the day we just don't score enough and uh despite you know, our reputation as a defensive team, the games that are impressive to win typically start with our defense and, like, but we are not consistently a good defensive team, despite maybe you know some overhype in that department.
1: Yeah, and it seems like none of our our top players, who are capable of producing twenty points or even thirty points in a game, are ever going to do it on the same night. You know, it's a, we either get one of them to do it, or like last night where we have nobody shows up. And the weird thing about that is, you talk about being an experienced team, and that's sort of what our go to is this year is that not many college basketball teams have many seniors on them these days because so many people leave. We got the experience. And you'd think one of the things that would breed is sort of some sense of consistency. You know what I mean? Like if if nothing else, you would expect an experienced older ball club to not no show once in a while. And we do, we just no show. We no showed last night. And you think like, well that you expect that from freshmen, but you don't expect it from seniors. And like at one point, I think we're three for 10 from the free throw line. We're supposed to be a good free throw shooting team. Like what the fuck? I get it. When Tillman is shooting 50, 50, I mean, it's tail as old as time. Big guys don't shoot free throws. Well, but what about everybody else? We're manic.
0: You know what I mean? Like, we are schizophrenic. I don't know what we are. They don't know what we are. It's maddening, really. And uh, I saw people like, oh, cut Mizzou a break. You know, Old Miss shot 70% from, you know, the floor from the three-point line or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but whose fault is that? I mean, I'm I'm not going to dismiss that they were hot, but there's also a defensive component that sort of falls in our lap. You know what I mean? Like We didn't obviously D anybody up too much if we're giving it up that you know, If they're shooting 70%, like, fuck.
1: Yeah, maybe we uh, put a hand in their face once in a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand. I understand the sentiment is like, listen, this is a good team, and we've, we're exponentially better than we've been in quite some time, but losses like that just make you go, well, what is it all worth? Because, boy, you know what I mean? Like, we can do that. We only have to do that once in the tournament, and our season's over.
1: Yeah. And I think that's so, the big fear is that we've been a ranked team for most of this season now. And in the four years we've had with Conzo Martin, we've seen one tournament appearance and it was an immediate, um you know, we had our cup of coffee and then we left. Yeah. Yeah. But, And, you know,
0: they, they need to win a game in the tournament for sure. I mean, or this is all just, you know, bunk. (laughs) I don't know. You know, it's all just horse shit.
1: Well, the last time we talked about this team, Colin, I said, you know, how do we only have three losses? It feels like we have 11 losses and last (laughs) night felt like six losses, you know, it was just like, good Lord. Cause I thought, you know, Ole Miss is hot, but they'll cool off because not only were they hot, Colin, they were the worst three point shooting team and not just the power five, but added the sixth power basketball conference Ole Miss is the worst worse than us at shooting three-pointers th- three and yet we made them look like a bunch of Steph Curry's
0: yeah it was a uh, second half especially it's just you know and Pinson didn't play well and you know he's kind of that guy that's always I always feel like you know he could give us a spark but he I, nobody played well and when Mizzou decides to be bad and they're fucking terrible yeah. you know, like you know we're winning these close games and people get a lot of credit for that. I mean, like, hey, if it's within five points, Mizzou's been coming out on top like for five games in a row. Well, I think what that stat doesn't belie is when we lose, we typically lose by twenty.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, that's the flip side of that coin is we're getting blown out in our four losses. And you know, and I don't expect us to end the season in the top ten or you know, and were we overranked? Sure, of course we were overranked. But when we are ranked that high, you just hope that you're not getting blown out, embarrassed. I mean, I feel like. All we've asked from our basketball program for the last 10 years, I mean, we, sure, would we like to win a national title? Of course. But all I've asked at the very basic level is just don't embarrass me as a Mizzou fan. Don't make me ashamed to say I root for Mizzou. And like last night, they couldn't live up to that very, very low bar.
0: Well, and I know I'm going to catch heat for this because Konzo, you know, has had a good year and he's and, and deserves praise. But I still I still want somebody who watches more basketball than me and certainly follows his team more closely than I do. Maybe a press box super friend or just somebody on Twitter who is just steeped in it. I want you to grab one of those whiteboards with the little basketball key on it. And I want you to draw me. I want you to show me what Conzo's offense does. I want you to show me the offense. Is it a triangle? Is it a, is it a, you know, is it an emotion? Like what's going on? Because when I watch these games, I'm like, what, what do we do? I don't know what we do. And I'm sure that I'm just stupid and I don't, I can't see it. And somebody who's much smarter than me can show me, but someone's going to have to show me because, Uh, The only difference between this year and last year is, I mean, the the players seem more bold. and uh, they.
2: (sighs) That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm Mm-mm. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash dude
0: Better, but they're still. I still don't see a coherent plan on the floor most of the time that I can at least pick up.
1: Well, I've said this before, too. There are points in a Conzo Martin Basketball game where just getting a layup or getting two points or stemming a tide where they're on a 10 and 0 run seems Herculean. Like, shouldn't one bucket be attainable by division one college athletes? But there are definitely stretches last night where you're like, like, well, we can't win because we, we can't score points, you know, like, and points are hard, but points shouldn't be hard in basketball, you know? (laughs) Teams score a hundred. You know, and we can't get a bucket. We, what's Tillman doing getting blocked? You know, like, God damn. And then, you know, we got this Saturday, we're going to play Arkansas, who's a actual good team, not like a 500 team like Ole Miss was. Arkansas is 15 and five and it's a Saturday afternoon game. And the way Mizzou plays, we could clobber them or we could get embarrassed by them. You know, I have no idea what we're going to get. And it's this point in the season. We're 17 games in. We should know what we are, at least. I know. I
0: just, I'm mean, like, I just want to see somebody set a screen, or there, I wanted there to be a pick and roll at some point. I want there to be some discernible basketball bread and butter basketball like play that they do, so I can say, "Hey, there's something I recognize."
1: As a basketball play, a basketball maneuver. Yeah, you, know,
0: you know what, a pick and roll is. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you love to see that? You know what I mean? Like, do they know? It? I mean. Jeremiah Tillman's pretty and I'm exaggerating. I have actually seen a pick and roll, but not nearly. But, like, there's some sort of discernible, like, just a screen. You know what I mean? Like, they don't scream. I don't know what they're doing, I guess. And like I said, that's probably more a statement about me and my basketball knowledge than it is about Conzo Martin. But when I look at the team, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Now, they just throw it around until somebody shoots. Like, there's are they running an the offense? Are they run plays? Like, dude. And, and what's frustrating about games like last night and most of the games that they've lost is, like, the one thing that, that they do – Tend to do consistently is play pretty decent defense and get and and get after it. But you know it's easy to point fingers at the offense. But I in these losses sometimes I'm just like I really feel like what really lets us down is the defense, and then the offense just sort of plays off of that. If, I, we, if we start to we play a smothering defense very early on, the game seems to roll. You know it it feeds our offense, and yeah, if, I mean, uh, if we're not playing good defense, then it all just sort of falls apart.
1: Well, and, and com- conversely to that, I feel like. During the old miss game and then back to the Tennessee game where we lost the first time around, I feel like they quit. You know, I was so mad about that Tennessee loss because you looked at those guys on the court and they're like, how much more time we got? We all, we lost this one. Let's, let's get out of here as quick as we can. And that's the way I looked at the old miss game. I mean, those guys were standing waiting for free throws. Their arms are on their hips and they just kind of looked like they didn't want to be there. And they just look like when they are losing and maybe this is why they get beat by 20 instead of three. When they feel like they're down, they just kind of quit. And nothing is more frustrating to watch than a, qu- a team that quits. You know, nobody wants to see a bunch of quitters. And the frustrating thing about that on top of everything else is that they're so talented. Like they can beat top teams. They have beaten a lot of top teams. But like I said, they're going into this Arkansas game. You know, here's what scares me. Arkansas is averaging 82.7 points a game. We're averaging 73 points a game. And Arkansas has won four out of their last five games, including beating Ole Miss, who is, you know, decidedly getting hot and maybe playing their way into the tournament. Arkansas has beaten them and beaten them recently. So we're not going to have any slouch on Saturday.
0: Well, I hope we win. And now, like you said, that's sort of what's so frustrating about it. so They'll end up beating Arkansas by 10. You know what I mean? And they'll have the game. They'll lead the whole game. And it won't really ever be, you know, like it, they'll control it and they'll win it. I and mean, they're like, man, these guys are pretty good. And then, you know, who who's after Arkansas that they're going to shit the bed against, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's,
1: well, and I mean, uh, when you know the Alabama win, we talked about it a little bit, of course we played all those angry calls from when we lost to Mississippi state because now we 're compl- we 've never won a game in missis in the state of Mississippi this year for some reason, even though those teams aren 't good. We blew a twenty point lead against Alabama. you know it nobody in the conference has been able to beat Alabama, yet we built a twenty point lead over them, and then of course fucked it away. We came out with a win, so yeah. good for us, but like damn. Can we just? It would be nice to just turn the Mizzou game on on a weekday, enjoy a little college basketball, go to sleep after watching a normal game, and go on about our business. But instead, we have to watch implosions or just like blowouts, and then I don't know. Like it's it's a weird year for everybody. Nobody, you know, everybody's played a different amount of games. There's big time off because of COVID and stuff. But like my big fear is just we're gonna go into this. Tournament season with a pretty good record, much better than it's been in the years past, and just bow out early. And then one more year of Mizzou being il- irrelevant and not in the national conversation in basketball.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think ultimately the long term is what's important here. I mean, I don't honestly, even for the people that are the highest on this team, know that this, you know, we're not going to the final four. And, um, you know, so really what this is, is this a foundation for winning basketball in the future? That's, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, I, I, I want him to go to the tournament. I want him to win a game. But ultimately, I want this to be the start of something. And when they play this way, when they have these sorts of losses, it, it makes it hard to imagine that scenario coming
2: to fruition.
1: Yeah. Well, and Conzo's and a guy that, like, even, I know you've been down on him. I've been down on him. Fans have been down, up and down on him. you know. But he's still got a lot of his believers. He's a guy I want to root for. You know what I mean? He's a likable guy. And there's no question he's a better coach than Kim Anderson or Frank Haith or, you know, the worst coaches in the world. But what's his ceiling? Because my big fear with Konzo is that he's got a pretty low ceiling. You know, he's – is he an 18-win guy? You know, that's what I said before is, like, he's a 15-win coach. You know, that's what we've been seeing out of 15 to 17 wins, which is better than the 10 wins we were getting under Kim Anderson. But that's hell. That's basketball hell. And he got us out of basketball hell. But let's – I just want to see a team that's above average, you know, because yeah. what we're seeing out of this Mizzou team is decidedly average.
0: I don't know where Konzo's at. And I've been I've probably been too hard on Konzo, but I just calls him like I sees them. You know what I mean? Like I just I you know, and and Konzo is welcome to prove me wrong. I root for Konzo. Same as I rooted for Kim Anderson. Like I was mad when they hired Kim Anderson, admittedly. I was like, this is a bad hire. This is not where you want to go. This guy is not ready for this. Like, what are you doing? It'd be like hiring Norm Stewart now. And Norm Stewart in his day was a terrific coach, but there was a point when Norm Stewart and everybody knew it, the game had passed him by. Recruiting had passed him by and the game had passed him by and Norm was, Norm was, couldn't get the job done anymore. And I just thought, Kim Anderson is Norm Stewart. Like, the game is, you know, like, Division II is a great place for him. You know what I mean? Like, like let's, let's be crazy about where he belongs. And so I was so upset when they hired him and felt vindicated when he was awful. But Rooted for him the whole time, you know. Nothing would have made me happier than Kim Anderson, true son, prove me wrong. Gladly eat a fucking huge plate of crow to watch us go to the, you know, be ha- be successful NCAA tournament under Kim Anderson. And I feel the same way about Conzo Martin. I think people might think I hate Conzo because I'm critical of him. I'm I'm going to be critical of every coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they do, when they lose by twenty-one to an unranked opponent. Yeah. Uh, when you're number ten in the nation, like I don't care how much I may like you or how much I want you to succeed. I'm never going to be like. Oh, you know, it's okay. No worries.
1: Well, some people are like that. I mean,
0: there
1: is an attitude that if you have any critique whatsoever, then you're a turncoat. And uh, I don't, I don't I've never like that attitude. Obviously we've talked about it. It would be ones. a
0: pretty shitty podcast if that was our sentiment. It would last about <laughs> two seconds. Hey, Brendan, what did you think of the game last night? It was disappointing, but hey, they're going to get them next time. Yeah, you bet you, bud.
1: <laughs> they'll,
0: they'll, they'll win next week. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.
1: They're all champions.
0: Yeah, that's right. They're all uh, life champions, as uh, Butch would uh, would say.
1: Yeah, old Butch Jones and his life champions. But we do have a lot of life champions fans, and thankfully they don't have podcasts because, like I said, it would be garbage—hot garbage.
2: Hot garbage. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: why don't we take our first break, Colin? Come back and get. We had a few voicemails after this game. I have not listened to them, but I'm sure they're uh, insane.
0: I I hope that they are.
1: Yeah, I mean, we when we beat Alabama, people were like not super happy. So I can't imagine, after a 20-point blowout to an unranked opponent, how level-headed they'll be. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. All right, this is the Mazatcast.
2: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
1: There really is no place like home.
2: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Can't wait another minute, I ain't got no
0: patience. Long, big you're to learn day. All right, all right. Fuck me to fuck her like she's in a straitjacket Give her that crazy dick, crazy dick, crazy dick She said fuck me like I'm in a straitjacket She like that crazy shit, that craziness We be breaking shit, she just wanna climb
1: Some listener music here. This is B Morgan and Straight Jacket. This is right up our alley at the Mazadcast. And as we mentioned before the break, we're gonna get right into those voicemails now. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to
0: wag my tail. When it comes I wanna wail. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's yours truly, Dick Wiley, again. I mean, I'm calling in before the game's over. So that's so you know we're having a bad game. We're down by 16. I was ranked number 11. I think when we are number 10 and under, that puts too much pressure on the on the players. Yep, now we're back to the zoo that I knew. And I, I wrote, when I was at university there, that's when I knew this team. So, hot garbage. Hot, hot garbage.
1: Hot, yep, 16 wasn't as far as we'd fall. We'd end up losing that game by 21.
2: I started to believe in them. I actually fucking bought in for fucking
1: two days. God fucking damn Why can't we just fucking
0: play two games decently? We play half of a good game against Alabama and then we just shit the bed against Ole
2: Miss. This is fucking embarrassing. I'm sick of this shit. I'm fine with just losing and I'm fine with winning. But this bullshit of looking great and then just shitting the bed just loses all credibility. Fucking fire, Kwanzo.
1: Quanzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of Kwanzo's these days. I noticed the uh, one of the announcers was calling him Kwonzo, and I'm like, isn't that your whole job is to know the names of people that you say they're when they're yeah. doing things on the court? Like,
0: you know, I, I'm certainly living a glass house when it comes to names, but I'm not sure. also not nationally televised. You know? Yeah, I mean, like it's I, not
1: your job to know their I name. I feel
0: like I'd go out on a limb and learn Quanzo's name before the game started if <laughs> I was you know nationally televised. <laughs>
1: fucking told you this would happen, man. Fucking knew. I fucking knew this was going to happen. Well, I don't think you were in any uh, small company there. I mean, we all kind of had a suspicion that something like this could easily go down, since it always seems to.
0: Kansas is unranked. M-I-D.
1: Now, there's our glass half full guy.
0: Yeah, like that. Like that. It is a strange year. I mean, Kansas. Was it Kentucky? Uh, North Carolina. Do I mean, like, nobody that... None of the traditional blue chip powers are good.
1: Well, that's all, all the in more my
0: living memory. I can't remember it being like this.
1: No, I don't think it, it, it's been decades for sure, but the, all the more reason we should jump up and bite somebody, you know what I mean? Cause the, the big dogs aren't where they usually are.
0: That's one thing I may have discounted. Like I say, Oh, I just, they don't have a superstar. And I just, the, the style of play, I feel like is not going to, you know, translate to uh, success, you know, in the tournament, you know, like I just, know, we're not going to the final four this year, I'm like, I, I may discount the fact that, you know, maybe college basketball on the whole really isn't, you know, great this year. Maybe they're, maybe they're in the environment we're in, in college basketball. Maybe they can have more success than I can, than I, I'm thinking, you know, I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Well, probably wrong. I'm mostly almost always wrong.
1: (laughs) That's true. Besides COVID, we also have to realize that almost half of the college basketball universe is under investigation by not just the NCAA, but the FBI.
2: CBS can bring back Clarice to TV, then I guess that means that Buffalo Bill can call back into the (laughs) Mazodcast. The main takeaway from tonight's game is that we're not Gonzaga, we're not Baylor, we're not going to go out and win every game, but you can still get to the end goal of the season. The key is to just have the guys out there on the court that are comfortable in their own skin.
0: Lord, (laughs) this guy is... This guy's really uh, adopted that whole uh, Buffalo Bill uh, persona. God, that's creepy.
2: Yeah,
1: and I, I mean, do you think it, when and I he's, appreciate it? <laughs> I'm when he's talking about the players being comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with him talking about anyone being in anybody else's skin. That's I'm it. not either,
0: but uh, I appreciate. I hope it was, a, it, was a, it was the reference was made on purpose, and I uh, I just want him every time he calls now. He has to start his calls by saying. Is she a great big fat person?
1: Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> and then the call
0: starts. You're so just you know, you know Buffalo, when you call in next time, you know, start with that and then into your Mizzou analysis.
1: That's right. And uh, obviously, last night Missouri deserved to get the hose again.
2: It rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again.
1: Well, it's good to hear from our uh, sociopath serial killer listeners and others. If there are others I, I don't know if they're all serial killer listeners, but it's certainly most.
0: yeah, I mean, I think our listeners are deranged demented maniacs, I mm-hmm. guess um, I think everybody knows that honestly.:
1: yeah, well, it's the audience we've cultivated yep, and you kind of be a, worked to, hard you <laughs> kind of got to be a little bit insane to uh, root from a zoo. I mean, it's tough, yeah, it's tough out there.
0: It it Mizzou does
1: that to you. Well, we're weeks away from spring practice now, Colin. I don't really have anything else to add from what we talked about last time we were on about this football team. But it is nice to know that uh, as cold and miserable as it is in the heart of basketball season, there is football slowly ticking closer day by day. The days are getting longer, and football is getting closer. And I need that because it's fucking frigid outside, like bastard frigid.
0: Yes, it's miserable outside. It's a... We live in a cold, gray state, Brennan. Yeah, you noticed? well,
1: I, you know, I've been told that global warming was a big Chinese hoax, and I'm starting to believe it.
0: Yeah, no shit.
1: I saw on the extended forecast that they were calling for a low of minus 19 on Monday night, and I honestly don't remember seeing a minus 19 ever in a forecast. I know this;
0: nothing's melting, and I'm like, when is when is uh, the next day where it's like going to get warm enough to melt some of this shit? So I went to the extended forecast. Well, it's not Friday, Brennan. Not in this is tomorrow. As in, next Friday is the first day it's supposed to get over 30 degrees.
1: I know. That's the.
0: So we've got like another week of this shit before it even gets palatable.
1: This is why we need basketball to be good. A, I don't want to be talking about weather on a podcast. B, <laughs> I, I don't want to be living this fucking weather every day. I need a distraction from it, you know? And I can only drink so much alcohol. You know, I start in the morning like everybody does. But.
0: Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, Brennan. <laughs> everybody knows that. That's
1: the fact. Anyway, God, Mizzou, show up against Arkansas. Please show up against Arkansas because it is going to be fucking frigid. I don't know. It's just, it's just the worst part of the year. I just can't wait for it to be over with. But I am looking forward to the guys getting back on the football field. I'm looking forward to that defense starting to learn their new coach and things taking shape. Spring game will be around the corner. And then, of course, football 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 which is why we exist here
0: yep it's what uh puts lead in our pencil you know what i mean
1: no i, I do know what you mean brother
0: uh, why we're so virile i think it's the word i'm looking for <laughs> yeah, Does what that it, describe us?
1: <laughs> i think so yeah
0: among other things
1: mm-hmm. certainly the other things yeah <laughs> well colin if we're going to put out podcasts a little bit more frequently in the off season i don't think we need to do a whole fucking hour
0: Agreed. Nobody wants to listen to shit for that long.
1: So uh, why don't we sign off? We'll come to you again maybe after the Arkansas game. Tell us your thoughts on that. Hopefully we're not just belly aching like we have been the last few weeks. But uh, you know, you know, we like to belly ache. Sure. So until next week, M I Z Z O U. Fucking fire, Quanzo.